0: Hey, ladies, I'm Aisha Watkins, founder of Women of Project Management, and this is the Women of Project Management podcast, where I have candid conversations with all my favorite women inside the Women of Project Management membership in audio. Please don't forget to subscribe and review everywhere you listen to podcasts.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> so, okay, as we get started, let's do the icebreaker before we get rolling and give all the updates and talk to some of, of the speakers. So. Go ahead, and you guys should see that. Op- okay, I see some of you guys. Perfect. Um, I'm going to read some of them out. So there's only four questions. So the first one is, how many of you already got your conference ticket? And it's, I already got my ticket. I'm planning on getting my ticket today. My money is funny, but I still really want to go. And not this year, but I'm planning on going next year for sure. So keep voting. Uh, Number two is how many of you got your gemstone outfits if you are going to the conference? And (laughs) y'all, how come no one said, yes, I got my outfits yet (laughs) so far? That's one of the options that I'm still struggling, sis, is one option. And I don't have my ticket yet is another one. And number four is what is your number one thing you want us to add to the Women of PM community? And so the options are live lunch and learns, more live events, more job opportunities, more mentorship. So tell me what your number one is. And then the last question is, what is your mood today? You woke up feeling in need of extra support today or you woke up feeling supported and happy? Oh, it looks like a lot of you woke up feeling supported and happy. That's good. All right. I'm going to end the poll let's see let's end the poll and share the results so it looks like for the first question let's see how many of you already got your ticket it looks like (coughs) excuse me 57 percent of you got your ticket uh seven percent of you are planning to get your ticket today y'all don't play around okay y'all see what i posted on instagram this morning that girl running (laughs) to get her ticket and then zero percent say my money is funny. I like that, but I still want to go. And then 36% of you said not this year, but I'm planning on going next year for sure. Awesome. Number two is how many of you got your gemstone outfits? Zero. So no one even chimed in. Zero people got their outfits. I'm narrowing it down to be, to be honest. Um, and then I'm struggling, sis. <laughs> With your outfits. Okay. We're gonna probably post some more of what gym colors look like, but you
1: know, pick
0: your fuchsias your emerald greens, your, your powerful purples, your beautiful blues. Um, I don't have my ticket yet, um, is 36%. And then number three is what is your number one thing you want us to add to the women of PM community? So this is kind of like not split evenly, but it looks like number one is more live events. Got you. Um, live Lunch and Learns, that's 36 percent. More job opportunities is last, 7 percent, and then more mentorship is 14 percent. That's good. Um, One of the things, and I'll touch on it very quickly, but one of the things that we're doing is, I know we're doing all this stuff with this conference, and Lord, it is taking a lot of energy and time and planning, but <coughs> we are actually working on a lot of things for 2023 for the conference. And so we're actually gonna be um, working in elevating all four of these. Um, and so that's probably why I've been working overtime between this conference, but we're also taking meetings with a lot of um, different people for lunch and learns. I could, I guess I could, well, I'll wait to the announcements because uh, the, the these live member check-ins are gonna look a little differently in the new year, but we're gonna elevate them. So I think you're gonna love it. But we're going to be adding all of those and um, improving all of those for the new year. We got a lot of good lessons learned from this year, and we love to listen to you. So, last question What's your mood today? And the mass majority of you, 93%, woke up feeling supported and happy. I love that. All right, perfect, perfect. Hey, Stella. <laughs> perfect. All right, let's uh, get to the updates. I'm going to share this and then I will. Uh, stop sharing after we're all done with it, because I want to see your gorgeous faces, and then I want y'all to see the gorgeous faces of um, our speakers. So the announcements, so um, you guys, uh, Women of Project Management Conference, that's an update. I think it's probably no no, um, surprise to you guys. So today is the last day to get your tickets. We are ending it a little, well, it's not early, but we're ending it today, even though the the conference is November 12th, because we are working hard on curating and customizing some things for all of our attendees. And we want to make sure that we um, have enough time to do that and work with manufacturers and do a few things um, that are not always in our control to make sure that we are able to do that, um, that uh, customization. So tickets are closed. And I think the last time I counted, it was Three VIP tickets left. We have some more general tickets, but um, once it's closed out, we closing it out, y'all. Um, room rates are sold out. We sold out already. We had open in the block that sold out, so it's sold out. Um, Saturday, obviously, uh, the conference November twelfth. It's super uh, close, less than a month now. I have a countdown on my on my phone that gets me excited and makes me nervous because <laughs> you guys are starting to send me dms like oh i'm so excited i'm like i'm excited too but from a planning perspective me and the team are like okay we gotta finish this this and this, this and then and, and then just things come up at the last minute y'all know y'all know frenzy time and projects when you are trying to close out those last 30 days uh things come up and you're like we've been talking about this all year how can you didn't say that but it, it's good it's good and thankfully we're also obviously our team but even vendors are, see the vision and are very passionate and supportive of our mission. So that's amazing. Um, the app, um, so for the app, um, we built... A <laughs> it, not it not, not, It's almost like the conference just wasn't enough of a challenge for us and our team. So we did build this um, app from scratch Uh, And so make sure to download the app if you have already got your ticket. Make sure you turn on your notifications. We did start the app. Giveaways have started. So we're already starting the pre-conference in the app. Everyone's getting to talk to each other. If you're traveling, you get to connect with somebody else who may be traveling, getting to network already. We're doing some fun giveaways in there that we'll be giving out at the conference. and it's gonna be really good. So, and we're doing all of our updates and stuff through the app. So, uh, check it out, check it out, check it out. You'll get everything, everything in there because we have people joining at different times. Some people uh, joined, uh, bought tickets today, so they don't have the updates, you know, from a month ago. So, everything is in the app. And then last is this is our last member call of the year.
2: I don't know if y'all knew that.
0: So we put it out there, but it's our last member call of the year because next month we're doing it in person. We'll all see each other. Most of us see, see each other, Whoever's going to be attending the conference. Um, and it's all hands on deck <laughs> when we get there. Um, so that's next month. And then we didn't have it even last year. We don't do them in December because uh, turnout is always going to be low because people are enjoying, you know, people are enjoying the holidays if you're in healthcare like I did for my whole majority of my career it's almost go live it is go live season but you're getting ready for your one-on-one clients to go live and it is crazy time so um uh, so we're not going to be meeting on um December however 2023 like I was saying before and I can stop sharing at this point um like I was saying before 2023 We are working on a lot of things Um, for the membership. I'm super excited about it. Uh, I have not always gotten all the sleep that I'm supposed to get these last few months uh, between the conference, but I've also been talking to um, a lot of different people, a lot of different companies, and we're setting up some things to um, make sure that we get it concrete, but that we can elevate um, the, the membership. And so... As you know, if you're a member, nothing, pricing is not going to change for you. We don't plan on on, on changing the pricing. never know what life's going to bring, but we don't plan on changing the pricing, but we do for sure plan on adding additional benefits for sure. So we definitely listen to everything that you say. If there's anything that we can do to elevate anything that we already have, add more to it, that's what we're going to do. So I'm working on that. So it's going to be, You know, a lot of the great things that you like now, but it's definitely going to be more of an elevated experience Um, and in a lot of different ways. We're going to bring in some outside speakers. Um, We're just we're working on a lot of stuff, Um, even more live events. But we just I'm going to be honest with you. We just focusing on the conference right now for this year. Um, But we're definitely want to make sure that no matter where people are in the world, that um, you have you're able to take advantage, full advantage of the membership. Uh, so that's exciting. And then um, as we get ready, I want to talk, introduce our speakers. As we get ready for that, um, I just want to shout out, um, everyone who we are going to see, but all the people who are not going to see, and you're just going to be, we're going to be telling y'all all about it after the conference. But I do hope to see you because, you know, it is a selfish ask, and the selfish the selfish ask is that I have, this will be the first time I've been in a room with this many women who are working in project management in whatever capacity, uh, even have the mindset of project management, who are Black women, women of color. Um, this will be the most women ever in my whole career working in 20 years. And so it's something special. It's something I don't take for granted. It's something why... You know, we work, we've been working very, very hard to make sure that we're curating content in a space that's safe. And then we're bringing that same energy to the realm. So, um, so yeah. All righty. So let's go ahead and get started with um, the, the women. And for those of you who just joined us, we're going to be talking from the conference for Tamara, just to. Just like a little sampler, right? Um, Just to get to know some of the folks. But Tamara, Majuba, Stella, and Edie um, will be our ladies. And last last month, we had women, too, that I just posted, actually, to our podcast, the full episode of our amazing uh, women from last month um, who will be at the conference. And many of these women, y'all, I have known for you, I've seen her plenty of times. I've given her hugs all the time. Uh, but some of these people, even on my own team, you know, some of us met in COVID, right? Some of us met before COVID or you live wherever. Because uh, we have people coming from like Mexico and Denver and Australia. Like we haven't met before. So this is crazy because it's going to be with people who I've known for years, but even, not even Donna. I haven't even met Donna in person. So it's going to be like a little family reunion, too. But Let's get to know uh Tamara first. Uh, and I'll and I'll probably do a round table. That'll probably be easier, do a round table for everybody. Um, so for Tamara, uh, I guess introduce yourself and say hi first, Tamara. Then I'm gonna do a round table for everybody else. Hello, ladies. Good morning, good morning, good morning. And look, thank you for having
3: your camera on. If you got your camera on, thank you this morning. It took a little bit for me to get together, put on lipstick, get the curls popping. So I I understand the struggle was real to get on camera on Saturday morning. So I commend you. My name is Tamara McLemore. Um, do you want me to give a little bit about myself or that's enough? Yeah, tell us a
0: little bit.
3: Why not? So I have been in project management for over 20 years. That That's very difficult to say. I'm like, how could I have been working 20 years, first of all? So when I started doing the math, I'm like, how old am I? But literally, I consider myself the accidental project manager because I've been in it, like I said, for 20 years when project management wasn't a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You just started working. And so I've been in telecom. I've been in application infrastructure, airlines, federal government. I've worked on apps, healthcare. I've even... um, completed project management or projects for a law firm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I have worked in project management in a law firm. So any field, you can be a project manager, and I'm proof of that. So once again, I'm Tamara McLemore, and I see some of my people on here. I see you, Ms. Oliver, Ms. Harris.
0: Um, So that's me. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right, well, let's go with our next person, Stella. You want to is my neighbor right down the street. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so I we have need, a sim- we need to <laughs> see more. We need to see off on Asia.
4: Though we need I to, know. to hang out more. Huh? Okay. Well, hi, everyone. My name is Stella. Um, based, of course, based out of Atlanta. I, I'm a mom to three girls, um, six, four, and two years old. I am um, currently working as a manager. I lead a team of agile coaches, um, who manage product um, engineering teams for a tech company. Um, I also teach new and aspiring Scrum masters. So those who want to pivot into Scrum, um, I coach them and get them situated in, um, in jobs as Scrum masters. So I've been, I started as, you know, literally from the bottom. I think that's my journey, literally started from the bottom. And that's why I'm so passionate about anything that has to do with um, project management. Because when I started, I think I was doing like marketing assistant or project coordinator. and I realized that I was supporting senior project managers and literally doing ninety percent of their job. It just, it just didn't make sense. And so, with my eyes, when the skills fell off, I realized, okay, I was start changing myself. I, you know, got the certifications I needed to get. I built my experience, and you know, I'm just grateful where I am right now. Um, and so, literally, from project management to Scrum to agility, um, different forms of um, agile frameworks. That's really where my expertise lies as well. And I've worked for education. I've worked for tech. I've worked for finance. I've worked a bit of help health for healthcare. So different um, industries as well. And so I'm just really the person who will be talking about Scrum and Agile. You, you don't want to catch me talking about Agile and Scrum. You will beg me to stop talking. So basically, that's me. Yeah. Thank you.
0: <laughs> thank you, Stella. <laughs> I've got to miss Miss Stella and her husband, but not the girls. I haven't met the girls. they so cute I have seen them. All right, thank you. I'm trying to see, do we have our other speakers on the phone? Is, I don't think I saw Majuba on here or Edie. Edie was actually going to come to my house and do it from my office with me, but uh, 285 got shut down. There's the accident, so then she turned around. So I think she may not even be home yet. That's okay. We can go to the next question um, for... The two folks that we do have on, and then will give us—they can't join. That's okay. You'll see with the conference, but that'll give us some time to open up the questions to you guys of whatever you want. Um, Azuzi, the hair today—I mean, it's gorgeous all the time, but you—you you showing out today. I love it.
1: So why? Why are <laughs> we? I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I just want to say, camera got me today with the curls. <laughs>
5: Yeah, <laughs> like,
3: come on girls. <laughs> but but while me and her are eyeing each other like girl, your curls popping, your girls popping. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> um, oh let
0: me do this. Uh, uh just Edie, Y'all little sisters, I'm telling y'all.
2: Uh, just use the pop up on this uh here. Mark... Two.
0: Okay. Um, Pascal Edie, I think is going to, uh, email to get the link because she didn't, uh, register beforehand. Y'all see what little sisters do. They just be doing whatever they want to do. They just be going left, especially my little ones. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go on to the next one. So the next question I have is, um, tell your story of how you got into the project management industry. And I love asking this question because it doesn't matter if it was a year, it doesn't matter if it was 20 years, it's always these very unique experiences from everyone who I asked that question from. So Tamara or no, Stella, we started with you last, so I'm gonna be fair and rotate. Stella, tell us briefly of, how did you get into the project management industry that you, you know, when they ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up, little girl, that you say a project
4: manager? <laughs> I think I don't answer to that, but how did you get into the industry? That's, that's an interesting one, because I don't think I ever thought about getting into it. I found myself in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why when someone says, well, I don't have experience, I'm like, are you really Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. because think about project. You're thinking about like we do projects every day. Something has a beginning, has an end. Like we think about um, vendors, we think about stakeholders, we think about communication, we think about budget. Like we do that even as women, as moms. So I think I found myself in it. And so for me, I, my my really first job, I remember clearly was working with business developers and trying to get students to come into a particular university and working with the IT team. I was doing project, but I, my my title wasn't project management. It was business development executive. And so when I, you know, started going down the ladder as a PM, it made so much sense that I've always done this and somehow it came natural to me. Um, and so, I, sorry, I don't have a, you know, I thought about this and I did that. No, I just found myself in a managing project. Uh, I'm being really good at it. And that's why I knew that, like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be at. And and that's, I think that experience is what makes me, makes me help other people see that they are also natural project managers, even if they, they don't have the title. The title is just whatever it is. You yeah. are probably managing projects and you have a different title, so yeah. Love
2: that,
4: thank you.
0: Tamara, how'd you get into project management? I don't know why I'm raising myself
3: it was a total accident. Um, So some of you, I don't know if you guys know or you ladies know that I went to Xavier University, which is known for putting African-Americans into med school or or the medical field. And so people thought that, you know, I wanted to be a doctor. No, I wanted to be a, a sports journalist. I wanted to be Hannah Storm, the first female in the locker room. That was my goal in life was to be a sports reporter. And so how did I get into project management? Cause my aunt told me to, <laughs> and I'm coachable. And at the time, my, my family's from Chicago. So she worked for MCI WorldCom and they moved to Atlanta and I moved to Atlanta as well. And she was like, you need to go to these placement companies cause they're hiring something called project managers and you be good at it. And you need to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was obedient and that's what I did. And I became a project manager in like three months. <laughs> I love Literally it just being obedient and doing what she told me to do
0: yeah and then and then clearly you found the path that was also meant for you because you've been doing it for 20 years so I love it I love it uh, Edie hi Edie I know you just got in I told them 285 Atlanta traffic got shut down um do you need a memento or do you want to introduce yourself
6: Sure, I can introduce myself. Hey, ladies. I see some familiar faces and names. Hey, Ruth. You look so good and happy. Um, Hayes, founder of Women... No, that's Asia, Founder of Her Career Cafe. Y'all, my four-year-old got me thrown. Okay.
0: Founder of Her Career Cafe. Mm-hmm. What do you want me to say? Um, You know what? Tell us a little bit. We, I was just saying, tell me a little bit about you.
2: If that's
0: oh, okay, little, that's fine with me. <laughs> okay, well, so my
6: company, if you're not familiar, um, is specific to help folks that are I call black and brown, so, um, black AA and um, Latin X, um, to help navigate your career. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, it's as e, uh, her career cafe. Um, there's a lot of good gems, tips, free reels. Thank you, Jamima. <laughs> Jamima, I'm saying that right. Um, yes, services. Okay. Okay. okay, thank you. Um, I have services and products. If you go to my website, um, hercareercafe.com, uh, between so much LinkedIn, uh, revamps, resume revamps, resume critiques, consultations, um, pretty much everything that you need to navigate your career your job search. And then I have download, um, instant download products. So, resume and cover letter templates. Resume one on one different interview guys. So that's just a little bit about my business. Love it. I'll be there at the conference, and I'm super super excited about that. So hopefully, I'll see some of you all
1: there.
0: Edie looking for her outfits too. That's what she's gonna come over my house to do. <laughs> <Like sighs> try out all these outfits, all these clothes we bought, Uh to try to figure out like what's the look. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's fun. It's the fun part. Um, you know what, let's let's keep this fluid. So I know some people are on um, showing their cameras, some people are not, do what you want. Of course, we prefer to see your faces, um, but let's keep it fluid. I saw Ruth actually made me think about this because I think she did it on accident, but I saw her little hand go up uh, and then I saw it go back down. So I think it was an accident. Okay. <laughs> but um, as we're talking and I'm asking them these questions, Feel free to also ask your questions, too, if you have any questions. Let's just make sure this is a, um, a conversation. And if not, we can. I'm going to open up at the end anyway. So, all right. Um, Edie, I'm going to start with you with this next question, because I went through a few rounds with people. Nothing is hard. It's everything that you know you already know. Uh-huh. Who has been your biggest inspiration related to your career? And this is going to be for the rep, the other Estella and, and Tamara, too, but... Who's been your biggest inspiration? And then I think I'm going to answer too, because I'm one as big as too. <laughs> I answer too, but you
2: first. Do you, hey, Pooh. Cool. that's my nephew. that's one. He's like, what's going on? Go get your phone. Go.
6: <laughs> um, that's a good question, and it it has changed over the span of my career. I would say there's a few professors that come to mind in undergrad and I can to think even specific to like my first year at a two-year college where mm. I was kind of like lost, kind of mm. felt, didn't know what I was gonna do, didn't really feel as valued as my friends going to a four year at that time. Mm. Um, I'm gonna say one of my, who became my mentor, Robert delivery mutual insurance. And so yeah, yeah I, I answer a question. Um so um I would say her because she allowed me to be my authentic self. Mm. You know, sometimes when you go to work, you're like post switching in a good way, right? You're kind of keeping yourself high level professional, kind of being more observant of who to trust, who's who. Um, And she was like that first person, um, like mid-career that I was able to be transparent with. And um, she had empathy, like she had been in HR for a very long time and she saw the good and the bad. She also worked in employer relations. So seeing that internal piece of it, which is one of the hardest parts of my career, I think is, and why I started my company, right, is because Mm -hmm as a woman of color in corporate, but then also someone in in HR recruiting where you're sitting at the table and you hear people that are not treated fairly and you know it's obvious or sometimes it's blatant. And so her helping me navigate that and being able to give that gift to um, my clients, but my clients, but then also um, uh, uh, at work in my nine to five. So I still do a lot of that stuff and take advice I love
1: that she's you giving me two can
6: you
0: go sit down <laughs> i love it thank you baby <laughs> um, stella you go next what was what's been your
1: biggest
4: inspiration as it relates to your career who has been right yes yeah um i i, I would say it's it was a lady <laughs> So I was applying for a role um, as an immigrant. I was applying for a role, applying for roles. And the feedback I kept getting was I was too experienced. And I thought the best thing was to dumb down the resume. And so when I did that, I started getting feedback from companies. Then I spoke to this recruiter who said, Well, you sound too experienced. Can you wait for another role to open up? And I'm like, nope, at this point in time, I need a job. I'm about to go broke. And she's like, okay, sure, no worries. And then she brought me to this company and I spoke to a hiring manager. Um, I remember her name, my name is Valerie. And mm-hmm. she was interviewing me, and I think I had a book that had like some poetic quotes on there. And because of that, she liked that or whatever, and then she said she was gonna hire me. Mm-hmm. And a couple of weeks into that role, she fought for me to be promoted because she knew my story. And mm-hmm. she said that as women, we usually dumb down who we are to get in, but you cannot be dumbed down now that I'm here. So she mm-hmm. was my advocate. And being able to see someone who did look like me, who was able to fight for me in the midst of so many other white men there, that was a turning point for me. So, I, I mean, I never knew her from Adam, I don't know, I've not been to a house before, but someone who could advocate for other women in the workplace. So to me, she was my inspiration. I
5: love that. It
0: also shows that, uh-huh. You know, it's hard enough for the battle for ourselves and sometimes um, it could lend itself to your, you saying, let me shut my mouth and not be an advocate for somebody else because I've already gone through enough hurdles to be here. But this also shows you the power when we all stick together, right, to, and you advocate with others. When you get into certain roles and you see someone else who is trying or trying to get to that next level of being an advocate for them and speaking for them in rooms when they're not even in there, right? I've right. gotten spaces and places for, because someone else was an advocate for me and they just mentioned me and not, and someone didn't even know I existed. So, I mean, that's definitely the, the power too of us just being women and being able to, you have to also be confident in yourself enough to do that too right because mm-hmm. sometimes we're like shaky in the rooms. we're just trying to get our bearings but uh that just shows you of, like when you can to speak up and to be able to support other women um and how far it can go um okay Tamra, what what's been your biggest inspiration um in your career as it relates to your career
3: um I would say it was There are a couple, but I'll I'll use the one where I had a white male as my not mentor but my sponsor. Mm -hmm. And so, coming from corporate, going to the federal government was a total like 360. Mm -hmm. I had to change everything I was doing. I had to learn a new alphabet soup. So I was I was struggling. (laughs) I was on the struggle bus with leaving corporate going to government, Mm -hmm. and I I started to water down myself, and that was something I'd never done. You know, I'm an advocate for women. And he taught me just how to speak up for myself. And like you, Aisha, he was—he he, when I was told no that I couldn't get my PMP the way that most people in the organization did. He was like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. So, so the story is um, in the government. They want you to get your PMP, but they want you to get it at out of town. That way, you can network with other government officials. And so, sending me back and forth to DC was the plan and the goal. And the executive um, told me no. And so my boss was like, well, don't worry about it. He was a, a double Georgia Tech grad. So he was like, I want you to take it to Georgia Tech anyway, you know. And so my sponsor stepped in and was like, no, no, no. Georgia Tech is walking distance from our office. She will not be as productive. She will not get to network like we want her to. She is going to take it in D.C. And so long story short, I took it in D.C as planned. And another thing he did for me, so I have this hot pink hard hat because I would refuse to wear hard hats on the site. And he gifted this hard hat for me because he knows I'm a girly girl. And so he helped me step back into myself, the girly girl that I am, when I started to water down my own self. So picture me being 5'2", 130 pounds, And a white, 350-pound white male is my sponsor the whole time I was in the government.
0: So he was my inspiration. I love it. Um, I could put my two cents in here. Mine's a little different, y'all. So my biggest inspiration related to my career. So um, to summarize it, I went to Xavier like, um, like Tamara did. We have a few other members who I actually met through the membership who went to Xavier. In New Orleans, if um, anyone wasn't sure, Xavier University of New Orleans, not the other Xavier. Um, And right. And um, and so for me, um, I think I got a lot of my inspiration, honestly, because there were people throughout my career, my journey where it was just I was on the wrong path. Um, I had a professor tell me before, because I, I started out being a pharmacist and doctor's program, but before that, I was pre-pharmacy, and I, perf- I remember going, me and Edie both started out at a junior college, our dad made us do that, because he was like, you better figure out what you want to do, uh, and so we went there, and, um, and I already kind of felt a certain type of way, because I wanted to go straight to four, four year, because that's what everybody else was doing, even though some of them came back, right back, um, but that's what you want to do, right, what everybody else does, but I remember having a professor there who told me, like, you need to just change your major because you'll never get into pharmacy school. And you ain't going to do nothing. And I remember her now because that gave me such inspiration. I know it sounds crazy, but it gave me inspiration because even though I didn't know how I was going to get into that program at the time, I knew that she wasn't going to tell me that I wasn't going to do it. Um, and so what I also like just looking back at my career, some of the times when people were the meanest to me or somebody told me I couldn't do something, it was just me being the stubborn tourist that I am was like watch this, and then I did it, <laughs> I want to say out of anger but it fueled me um, to do what I want to do so. Um, so I did got get into pharmacy school after her pick a tree and I got right back on out of um, pharmacy school. And then I ended up falling in project management. But it was when I look back on it, um, those pivotal moments were the some of the biggest parts of inspiration that I had. Um, of when people told me no, or I had these huge hurdles and I had to shift. Um, my career um, was a lot. I did also in grad school, and I eventually got to grad school, I had one particular uh, professor who was amazing um to me and really sewed into me. And um that believing in me, it, it really did make a lot uh a big difference for myself. But I also I think for me, I always had to be an advocate for myself. Cause even throughout my career, I would I remember I, I went to one VP because I was being treated unfairly. Um, and I went to her and I told her exactly how I felt and I just skipped over all the levels and she respected it and it was a big turning point in my corporate career too, but I had to advocate for myself and do a lot of things scared. So, um, you know, I don't know. That's just kind of been my career journey. It's been a lot of doors that got slammed or people who told me you can't do whatever, even though I was more overqualified person um, on the team or in that space. And um, it's been one of the greatest gifts in my life because it's fueled me to do whatever. It's fueled me to go to the next level, but to do it my way and to also create platforms like this, right? This this platform was created out of frustration because I was just like, we're all the damn women. We're all the damn black women. I'm sure if I exist, they gotta exist. And here we are. Uh, so that, that's mine. All right, so let's see. And uh, Pascal, if there's any questions that come up, you know I run my mouth and I may, I may uh, not see it. So just let me know. Or y'all just raise your hand if you're on camera, I can actually see you. Um, All right. What's the next question? Let's see. Conference. What's the role you'll be playing in the conference? Talk about what you will be sharing at the conference to get people interested and excited and share why this topic gets you excited and why attendees would benefit from it. So, uh, Edie, let's talk to you. So I know we're going to co-moderate the Black Girl Magic uh, uh, Mm -hmm. about... um, Like being in male-dominated industries as a Black woman, how do we show up? Why is that that panel important to you um, on a professional, personal level? And kind of what will you, what are some things you're excited to like, really make sure that you share in that room? Yeah. Of course, we're not going to ask you to go through everything. (laughs) So uh,
6: when you first told me about that panel, I got excited because it's not talked about enough like, largely, right? You may have a work friend, you may have a girlfriend, you know, a member or something like that, but I think it needs to be a larger discussion. And I think, you know, whether there's some at the conference or even when we take those gyms back, that we need to have a, those type of conversations often and with allies. Um, so I'm a talent strategist right now, so I supervise four recruiters and two coordinators, um, but my largest, portion of my role is working with executives, right? Senior directors, managers, hiring managers to really help them understand the importance of diversity, um, talent. And I have some that are I have some that it'll be on people sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'll say that, that way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and sometimes I'm sure we all experience that too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why you get blindsided. Sometimes. Yeah. Oh uh, god damn, you yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time I'm like, I know who they are, then they come up with something else. Mm-hmm. But those restrictions that I see in the workplace often, I'm not talking about just like on my team, my client and my my customer is internal executives. So I'm mm-hmm. saying people are across type like, <clears throat> I work for a tech company. So these are and crash, y'all, right now.
1: That's okay. We don't hear him at all.
6: Okay. Well, you come clean it up. Um, uh. He is shocking me. But so, cybersecurity, finance, accounting, HR, um, data science, those are some of my groups. And it never fails. It doesn't even matter what group. And so, for the panel, I really want to hear people's authentic questions, like an experience, so that we can build that empathy. But then also, you get perspectives, different perspectives. And so, My plan is to come with the side of what I see with executives and Mm -hmm. how to navigate that, how to be able to identify when something is, you know, to be proactive, uh, how to create allies, how to create sponsors, how to, what do you do when you know something is unethical, unfair, imbalanced, uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And so those are the things I'm looking forward to Mm -hmm. uh,
0: talking about. Yeah. And before I even tap over to Stella and Tamara, um, Mm -hmm. I want to be very clear with everyone. Um, We've had a lot of prep meetings for this conference, behind the scenes, a lot of different um, things. And every single woman that I've picked to be speakers here, um, I've been very intentional um, Mm -hmm. with with, um, picking them. Um, I have known them. I know their passion. um, I know their gifts. And one of the things that I've been very, very clear about um, is I want you to show up authentically. This is not going to be the project management conference that you show up that we're going to tip-tap around race about our hurdles. Now, we're not going (laughs) to... And make you run out the door and but we're also just going to give you the cheat codes of what's happening with us stuff you can't google stuff you need to be in a room for stuff that is a safe space and we want to share our, our our truth and so I've been very 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 clear to show up as your authentic self um this is where we are we always give our all right but this is going to be on a different level because it is a we, I think we do a really beautiful job inside this membership of the energy, but it's also still different when you're in the same, when you're breathing the same air, right? When you're when you're when you're talking to each other, that exchange of energy, when you get to hug somebody. Um, but I have been very clear and I will be doing the same thing, of course, of yes, it's a project management conference, but this is not going to be your average. There's nothing been like this before. And um, and I can't speak about what's gonna happen in the future. I just know for us we are going to be authentic with uh, speaking our truth and being very, very um, honest. And um, as y'all know, all of our speakers are all very truthful, passionate, um, honest, brilliant women, have so many different perspectives um, to bring. So just wanted to put that out. And I'm pretty sure it's going to be some person, <laughs> Just because it always ends up happening, you know, and I guarantee you, uh, Dr. Sarita's going to kick it off. <laughs> I guarantee. And she's in the first panel. That would be a great way to start. But we're going to be, be speaking our true professional course, but very, very honest and truthful. Or there's no way I would be investing heavily in a conference to replicate um, some somebody else's dry conference. No shade. No shade. But that's just that's not what I'm here to do. We could just all go on a group trip to somebody else's conference. So, all right. <laughs> Tamara, oh no, let's go with Stella. Stella, what is? Um, what are you excited to talk about at the conference? I mean, I'm, I'm gonna be very, I know you're on the certification panel and how to monetize it. Once you get your certification, then what? Talk a, bit, a little bit about like what the books tell you, what, re- what real life is, but at a high level, what are you excited to share, and um, why you? Why is it even important for you to be in the room and to to um, to be on the main stage and and, and speak the truth?
4: Well, uh, I think it's important for me to be in the room because of representation. Um, I know we're all black women in the PM space or Agile space, but everyone has their own distinct story. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, our background. Again, I've I probably said it more multiple times but my journey is a little bit unique right like being an immigrant then going to UK and then coming to the states and then it's a whole different ball game and then I'm figuring out what the lay of the land is and how do I stand out in the sea of all of this I have this experience I have this expertise but no one is hearing me right Mm -hmm. so how do I ensure that my voice doesn't get lost in the noise right and that's why I absolutely believe that being on that stage is a blessing so that people can be like, okay, I related the story and I know that there's hope for me. And I know our panel is talking about certifications, right? I mean, with the privilege that I have to teach and coach people who wanna get into Scrum, I see this all the time, especially with immigrants. We feel like, well, I've worked or my experience is from a third third world, work country, whatever, and I don't match up, right? We devalue our experience before we even get into the door. Why? Why do we feel that certification is what will make us stand out? So why why are you getting certification? So really asking the women, why do you want to get a certification? And what certification do you want to get? And after you get certification, what is next? People don't think about all of that. So really um, challenging them to think intentionally about their career and Also leaning into the experience that they already have and literally open up their eyes. I always say this, when you devalue the work you're doing now, you will never understand the connection between what you have and where you're going to. When you think you're just paper pushing, when you think you're just typing, when you think you're just getting coffee, when you think you're just scheduling a meeting, you don't understand the fact that you you already have the soft skills that are so transferable. So if you're gonna get a certification, get one that, that, that adds to you in the way that you can communicate that value. So really, I'm excited about this. I'm looking forward to keep the questions that are going to come. And I know, of course, certifications have a lot of ROI behind it, but if you don't know the value of the paper you're having, you're just, you're just gathering paper, right? So really getting the women to think intentionally about the career, so that's, that's me.
5: Thank
0: you, Stella, for saying that because that is definitely one of our top things that come into our DMs, uh, the questions that we get on the website and even inside the membership because, People think that, uh, yes, yeah, certifications are great. Whatever one you're going to get or multiple ones that you get. I got plenty of them, right? We all got plenty of them on this, on this call and we're thinking about plenty of them. But it's what the intention is and it's what, what's your strategy after you're going to get it. That's what's important because I always say it, and any one of y'all have been members for a while, I saw, probably saw it here. the sky is not going to open up and rain money as soon as you get a certification, can you earn significantly more, um, depending on whatever your situation? Yeah, but you gotta have a strategy around that. Is your marketing, as in your resume, does it reflect that? Does it bring out all your skills and translate it, whether you had the title of project manager or not? Um, Does it have that? You got to figure out what is your strategy? Are you going to negotiate up internally after you get certified? Like that's the strategy too. Uh, Is your strategy to let your job pay for that certification and then jump ship like a lot of people do and and go up at least 30,000? That's very practical too. But the thing is, what is your strategy? So we're gonna set that intention and they're got, we're gonna have a whole panel for people with all different types of certifications, including of course Stella with Scrum. We want you to ask those questions, use that app, submit your questions early, but we want, to, we want you to leave out with a game plan. That's more important because that means when you leave out, you're closer to whatever that goal is, whether it's money, lifestyle change, all the above, that you have a strategy for it and you're in the room with people who's going to who are going to be able to support you in that strategy and give you the words because I always say the strategy is you have to have it but those words are really important because if you try to negotiate you don't know what you're saying or you don't have the confidence you've already lost right um but you know there's strategies your strategies okay Tamara what are you excited about um talking about in the conference I know you're going to be on that certification but Why is it important for you to to be in that room and um, to bring all the magic that you're going to bring to that panel as well?
3: It's so important that we talk
0: about, so Edie's going to talk
3: about the barriers that we already have in corporate um, Mm -hmm. that are imposed from other people. I'm going to talk about the barriers that we put on ourselves. You know mm-hmm. all the myths that we we make up in our brains, and and now it's fact. Uh, the Google University that's so wrong. You know, so I'm gonna dispel all those myths. And like you said, it is about the paper. But if you cannot ask your company to pay for the PMP certification, you can't even ask for a raise. Like to oh. ask for them to pay for certification is nothing. And mm-hmm. so we got to get out of our own way. So we're gonna talk about that. Like you said, what is your plan? Um, mm-hmm after you get the certification. So I'm going to challenge the women in the room that you already a project manager. Mm
1: -hmm. That
3: is my belief that everybody on this call, you can call yourself on LinkedIn. And and ladies, take future PMP, uh, well, future project manager off your LinkedIn. Take the future part off. (laughs) <laughs> please and thank you <laughs> like you're a project, doing the skills <laughs> <laughs> you have the skills you are a project manager yeah. and so we have to start speaking this into existence even before you sign up for my boot camp so that's what we're going to talk about we're going to get real 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 real
0: uh i think i'm going to leave that i'm going to say two words and i want to open it up if people have questions um but and then we'll we'll conclude the call but um I think that was a really good point, uh, Tamara, of like the mindset part of it. And, um, you know, for this is the pre-conference. So we are talking about membership too, but we are talking about the pre-conference This is right before the conference uh, for next month. But one of the things that was really important to me when we were um, as a team deciding what the programming was, one of the top things that was important to me was to bring in a therapist. Uh, because for me, um, even being in the project management industry for the last 20 years in healthcare, and then knowing I wanted to use my skills to become an entrepreneur and then help the women of this community and grow and so they could prosper in their careers and whatever they want to do. um, That was important to me. But one of the biggest, hardest things was mindset. And I don't care how confident you appear to be. um, It is something about especially being a black woman and having parents of a certain generation and saying from when you are little and programming you, and this was their best effort, right? From when you're little say, what are you going to be when you grow up? What are you going to be and grow up? And then it's forcing you to figure out like what box am I fitting into? And then you go to college, you, you start with no debt. You go to college, you get all the debt. Then you can spend the rest of your life trying to pay it off. Right. But even you spend to get to you, the big number before uh, when I started my career it was sixty thousand dollars. That that
1: the new one is a hundred
0: thousand. Everybody says right, but it was sixty thousand dollars then, right? And you're trying to just get to all these parts, and you're you're getting to all of your your uh, goals. And last year, you know, I was fine. I, you know, I was comfortable in my six figures in corporate. And literally, because I knew I was transitioning now and I was working my plan, every time I got an increase or a bonus, I stressed out because I was like, oh, no. Now I got to make, you know, a certain amount to be able to, to, to maintain certain dollars a lot in my business. And that's that's very hard to do as an entrepreneur, too. Um, but it's hard to, to get out that mindset. And it's a lot of unlearning. Um, for me personally, not just for entrepreneur career. In all aspects of my life, after I turned 40 a few years ago, it was that turning point was a whole bunch of unlearning, man, that gold is in the unlearning stuff and figuring out what serves you um, and kind of blazing your own path, um, because, you know, you I was listening to a podcast, uh, Rachel Rogers podcast this morning, and she was talking to Maddie James, and they were saying, and they're both millionaires, right, as entrepreneurs, and they were saying, It's hard when you're broke, and it's hard when you're rich. Uh, Girl, I love Rachel Robinson. It's hard when you're broke, and it's hard when you're rich. It's hard if you have whatever title. It's hard when you don't have that title. It's a different type of hard. Um, It may not be the same level of hard, but it's still going to be struggling on each side. Why not just go do what you want to do? Why not figure out whatever that path is? But the biggest part is, we can love on y'all as a community as much as we want, but if you don't change that mindset, you're never going to jump, whatever it is, whether it's a different company, a different job, get the certification, become an entrepreneur, whatever the heck it is, is you're going to have a very hard time doing that. You're not going to believe all the things that we're doing, right? And that's part of what this community is, right? If you don't use any other resource please see all these women and their accomplishments and know that we ain't no we, we we all special well we ain't special we worked our asses off right we leaned on each other we did it scared but it was a lot of mindset so one of my first people who I uh, made sure that I got was a therapist um, she's Amazing. Um, she specializes in black and brown people. Um, she's a psychotherapist. Um, she I actually saw her, me and Edie saw her at an essence wellness uh wellness house. They were testing out these essence wellness houses, and you know they're gonna test everything in Atlanta, and it was wonderful. Um, it was it was really life-changing a lot of things that she was talking about about boundaries and mindset. And um, just being in black and brown bodies and what that looks like when you show up to the world and you show up in your careers and life and um, and how that's different in spaces as women as black women as brown women um, and you know and and helping us you know walk through that. So um, I love that Tamara mentioned the mindset because. When we meet in person, there's going to be a whole bunch of love in, and I can't wait to see you all y'all and a whole bunch of love in the air, please believe, but we're going to be learning a lot. You're going to be walking out of there. My goal is like, you know how you go to church, you walk, you want to walk out better than you enter? Uh, I, that's the goal for the conference. I want you to walk out smarter. I want you to walk out feeling full. Um, I want it not to just be the warm and fuzzy. That's going to be there. But I need it to be where you got some skills, you got some connections, you got some mentors, you got some mentees um, that you have walking out of there that you, you did not have walking in. And so We're just being very, very intentional to hit you on all levels. We want to make you feel loved, of course, and you will be, but we want to make sure we fill the room with women on that main stage and in everything that we do, um, that yeah, we're going to love on you, but we're also going to plant some seeds. Uh, We're going to make sure that you, you, um, things that are tangible, that you could take things that are tangible, but we also want to do it full circle so we have a therapist in there. We're going to have a whole therapy session. That's how we're going to end it. I host a therapy session with Dr. Ayana Abrams. Um, if y'all, we put her on the Instagram. We've sent out emails. She's also in the latest episode, latest um, uh, magazine of Essence. Um, but she's brilliant. I love her girl. Y'all, she she had good energy and she was geeked to do the conference, which I was like, huh? I'm just happy to have you. Her dad's a project manager. I think her cousin, like she, have her family a project manager. She's like, oh. I, I got this. I I I totally get it. I totally get it. So she was like, "Hey, can I stay today and not just be a speaker?" I was like, "Of course." So she's gonna be rocking with us the whole time. But um, but yeah, I love it. So let me. We're at two o'clock. Let's spend the next the, the next few minutes or so open it up. What questions do you guys have? And it could be about anything. It could be about obviously today is the last day of um, to get your tickets. Um, um, whether your general ticket, VIP, whatever you choose to do, just be there, be in that room. Uh, we're working on a few other things too. I can't say until the dotted lines is assigned. I really wanted to say as we were finish up these ticket sales, but you know, it happens. Um, but we, no matter how good I said it's going to be, it's going to be better because uh, we got a few things in the works and um, it's going to be good. It's in alignment uh, what, what we're all trying to achieve here. But what are some questions? Hey Terry, that's my that's my best friend, sugar. So yeah,
1: <laughs> I know,
0: I love you. Um, what what do y'all have any questions about anything about the conference? Obviously, um, I know we have people here who are just you know maybe new to the membership too. If you are, what I don't want is. If you're not going to be at the conference, it's only, it's only, um, it's our first one, y'all. So people be asking, are y'all going stream? I'm like, listen, I don't even know how to do that. Look, Please don't stretch me no more than <laughs> what I am now. I'm at capacity. Um, but um, if even if you're, I hope that you are in the room. But if you are not in the room, I also want you all to feel like, um, you know, uh, that's not just our only priority um, that, you know, if there's any questions that you have, or any support, or anything that we could even cheer you on. Um, we had a recent member who just passed up PMP this week, so we was talking in the DMs too. I know that if there's anything that um, you have questions about, ask, me, ask your questions. Do we have any? Oh, I see some hands raised. Y'all don't be paying attention to nothing. Okay, Ruth, we don't go to you, and then Terry, I'm gonna go to you. If y'all have any questions, just put your hands up because that's the e- I mean, I ain't going to. You. That's the easiest way I'ma see it.
2: Just put your little. Put them little cute little hands up. All right, Ruth, what's your question, Sweetie? Um, so I don't really have a question as much as just kind of like a shout out. Um, okay, go for it. I just want to say hi to everybody. Thank you for the space. Asia is amazing. Um, so a year ago, I started. I was in the dumps. <laughs> Bad <laughs> mindset. I think I called you. I had a whole breakdown. I was crying. <laughs> um, and my my brother pointed me to this community, and um, changed my entire life. I had never seen so many women that I identified with in a professional capacity, in a professional space. Um, And to be honest, like it gave me the confidence. I was like, wow, everybody's got their PMP in here. I was like, can I do this? And then I was like, you know what, let let me just try. And I connected with Edie. I spoke with Edie a couple times and I'm so grateful that she gave me her time because there were a few things that she said to me that so this day stick with me. Do it if you're scared. Do it if you don't feel like you can do it. Um, practice a lot of grace. And those are things that still resonate with me So this day. Um, I passed my PMP exam last year. The job search was long and arduous. It was, oh my gosh. But going to these meetings monthly let me know like, it's just a part of the process. It's a part of the journey. I literally got my dream job two months ago, um, which was amazing. Everything I asked for, I got. The universe blessed me. I wanted a good manager. I wanted to work from home. I wanted to work in a tech space. Um, and I wanted to keep the title that I previously had. I didn't want to go back you know, down. Two weeks ago, they flew us out to Chicago to meet everybody, to meet the other program managers. And I was like, I was like, man, I'm sure all these other people went to like big schools and you know from really great families and all this other stuff. So I'm in the room with all the other program managers, come to find out, I'm the only one with a PMP and a graduate degree. <laughs> <laughs> and you were doubting yourself. Yeah, yes, I was. And just walking in there, I was like, and I'm the only one that's a member of Women in Project Management. I got this in a bag.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it.
2: Thank you for sharing. Did I cut you off? No, no, no. You're fine. You're fine. I I'm get I'm excited. You know, I get
0: excited. <laughs> but I'm really proud of you because seriously, we have definitely seen your journey over this last year. And uh we definitely always keep it positive, but we know that it's not, there's a lot of hurdles out here um, for us in this industry, depending on whatever your situation is or the culture of your company. So it's not always, um, you know, just all happy time. But I intentionally try to keep it positive because my thought process is, could we all get on here and talk about a hurdle that we hit
5: this week
0: and how we might have had a little mini breakdown, you know, I'm speaking for myself, but we could all do that. But I think I feel like there's enough out there, right? Right. Um, and I think that at least for me personally, my spirit likes the positivity and I feel like that's contagious and 10 things can go wrong in a day. But if I think we need to be able to focus on the positive, that one thing that might have gone positive, um, because then that spreads too, when it spreads for other people. So um, thank you for sharing, Ruth, because I know that you're you're we've talked. And I know you've talked to Edie and I just we we all love your spirit and we all root for you in all aspects. Career when you're running them crazy marathons, girl, when you do all the amazing things that you do that I cannot. Yes. Um, but we're very proud of you. Um it's one of the things that is really wonderful, not just for me, because if y'all join these calls on a consistent basis, which a lot of y'all do, um, you get to see the growth. Um, we could put as many testimonials on our page, we can do all types of stuff on Instagram, but it doesn't even matter. It's really of uh, I count the wins of how many people are progressing and if we're supporting them and they're getting to their goals. We can't do it for them, but we can surely, as a collective, and, and you know, create and curate this environment where. We're supporting you, we're cheering you along the way, whatever we can do, we are doing to support you. So I love to see it. And I'm very proud of you, Ruth, very proud of you. All right,
1: Terry, you're next week, babe. Hello, beautiful queens, how are you? Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanna say, I came from another meeting and logged onto this meeting and took that opportunity to tell them why I was leaving that meeting to come to this meeting. Fair so, I will have to say, I just thank you for the community you've built. Um, I'm in Western Mass. It's lonely out here (laughs) Um, for... um, We're the other side of Boston, we're not Boston. Mm -hmm. So on so many levels, when I first came in, um, this has been an anchor. You have personally been an anchor and I wanna thank you. And that live call you and Edie did was on point, on fire during a really fresh I, I, I did my first IG Live. I hosted my first IG Live because Edie made me do it. The extrovert sister made me do it. <laughs> Thank you for challenging her, Edie. It was wonderful. Oh, someone else is from Yester, wow I yes. got to connect with you because I thought I was the only one. Um, I'm excited about the speed um, There's mentoring. You. And mm-hmm. I'm probably driving that per- poor person crazy. I'm like, well, what is it? I'm that person. Well, what? Well what is it? Can you give me a hint? Can you throw me a bone? What is it? So my question is how do I prepare, right? PMs are overachievers. How do I prepare what do That's I need to all bring overachievers. <laughs> I want to make sure do I need yeah, make sure we all point. Exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I could
0: tell you a little bit more. So the, uh, what Terry is um, referring to is, um, you know, during the conference, uh, you know, we talked about intention and we talked about, you walking out of there with um, some tools that you didn't have and some support that you didn't have had walking in there, no matter how many resources you've gotten from us during the, um, in the membership. And so one of the things that we thought about is we tried, we, well, we went, oh, I'll tell you about that a little bit more, but we did um, mentorship and we kept changing the model, changing the model. We're going to change the model to something else that's going to, we peer groups. So we just keep it open all the time for 2023, but all that to say, we're bringing it to the conference. So what that means is you do not have to prepare, um, but what we're doing is we're doing mentorship and mentee speed dating. And what it's going to be is we are simply going to, I don't want to say musical, well, just think of, me, not musical chairs. That's just probably not a good image, but we're going to rotate around. And so you can meet, I don't—I—I I look at it because I'm an introvert. I'm a high-functioning introvert, but I'm an introvert. Uh, Tamara, don't do it with your head. <laughs> But I, I've grown a lot with this, um, with this, just having this business, because you have to talk and be out there. Um, but I'm still y'all, an introvert, um, no matter how, how I functioning. So I look at things and plan things from that perspective. Um, and so I think about the girl who's like me, who will go to um, an event or a conference and be 100 percent happy sitting in the back or even the front, but not talking to nobody Um, and just kind of getting my own thing and doing my own thing and leaving about my merry way. But something about from that perspective, we're looking for ways for people to interact as much as possible. So what we're going to be doing is you're literally going to rotate. Like, okay, go left, go left, and then the other person's going to be going that way. And we want you to spend time um, to get to know people, people who you might not have talked to, because you'll be one. You would be surprised if you're in one industry and there is something else. One, how many things you have in common, but two, different things that overlap because um, you don't always want to also gravitate like oh you do health care you do have care you're gonna have time to do that okay everybody's in the room but um but for you to randomly meet people learn about other people see if this person might be on a good fit for a mentor, mentee, you do not have to pick. You could just make sure, like, okay, I want that person to be my mentor. But we want people to have mentors and mentees, okay? Mentors and mentees. And so we want people in and have many you want, but we're gonna rotate you around um, just to kind of make sure you have that interaction, make sure that you're crossing industries, make sure that you're crossing different type of personalities. Uh, y'all could find somebody who you would have never maybe um, gravitated in, the, in that room, but that person is the best person for you to meet. Those skills are beautiful, whatever their story is, whatever their industry is, they can have wonderful context to be somewhere where you want to be. Um, and so we want, technically I want you to do that with everybody, um, but we're going to kind of rotate around just to have these um, interactions for your mentorship speed dating um, the difference is because in the conference, you're going to be responsible for cultivating those relationships. In 2023, we are gonna have peer groups. You can be a part of as many as you want. So we're gonna have like um, a tech group, a healthcare group, a, a fintech group. Um, and we're gonna have women, every single one of them you could pop in. There's no longer gonna be open enrollment, closed enrollment. We ain't doing that no more. It was too much uh, because, and then also everybody wanted to be mentees and not mentors. This way, it's not a mentorship next year online. It's going to be peer groups, and you can pop into as many as you want. You can get the support of, oh, well, what are they doing over there? I'm going to be a part of that group and this group. You don't even have to choose. Um, but we're going to kick off just mentorship in, in person with you Independently, we're going to just make sure you're in the room and you're talking to each other. Um, And then it's up to you of who you want to mentor, mentee. You can be a mentor and a mentee. Everybody's going to be a mentor and a mentee. Okay. Um, But you're basically the whole theme is connection. It's our first time all in the room for this. It's our first annual conference, it's the connection. But we want you to put on the title on purpose for the mentor, mentee, because we want you to stay connected. Um, afterwards. Even the app will be available still afterwards. Um, And you can start connecting with people now in the app. Um, But we're going to have a formal um, activity. So there's nothing to prepare for. Just bring your gorgeous selves um, and be ready and open um, to talk and to connect with other people. And we may have, we're still... Finishing out the finishing out the details, but we may have um, a set of questions, so no one's like, uh, uh, what do I say? Um, that we um, that we uh, what is the word I'm trying to think of? I don't know, but that we tell you prompt. That's the word um, that we prompt. But it's literally going to be music playing 15 minutes, change 15 minutes, change um, or how, or however we do it. But um, we're gonna give you clear, clear instructions when we do it. And it's gonna be fun, but your the whole goal is for you to leave out there with um some solid connections.
1: Does that help, Terry? Oh my goodness, does it help? I'm excited. Okay, good. I'm excited. So okay. thank you very much. Thank yeah. you for facilitating that. And hi Tia. I hope I get to see you soon. That's the other person, Western Mass. I told Tia to
0: come to this conference and I'm gonna see
1: go you next, but I am
0: mad with her, big mad with her because <laughs> You know what she told me y'all? She said it's she in California. It's in Atlanta. Do y'all know we have people coming from Denver? We just had somebody um come. She's coming from Australia, y'all. Australia. And you can't come from Canada if like they don't have like they don't have planes. Okay, let me shut
2: them mouth.
7: <laughs> All right, Tia, you go back. <laughs> I don't even know what to say now. Thank you. Um, All right. Well, good morning, everyone. It's good to see some new faces here. I just wanted to do a little testimonial um, kind of piggybacking on Ruth. So I joined last year, February, I think it was around that time that I joined the Women of Project Management. I'm going to tell you this for the new people. It's a great community. Um, We like to celebrate each other. Um, I'm in the security industry, um, in the technology and security sector, and there are not a lot of women, and there are certainly not a lot of Black women if you're not on the guarding side. Um, So I took a leap of faith, but I'm not scared. I lead, you know, I don't lead with fear. And I applied for uh, a scholarship because it was available. And I actually got that $10,000 scholarship. So um, I'm just gonna let you guys know that if you think that you may not be qualified for something and um, or you don't have a seat at the table, just pull your seat out and go for it. And this community here will help celebrate you. So um, Asia, Edie, you guys are amazing. But um, so that's all I wanted to say is just continue to go for, and you're not gonna guilt me because um, I I don't even know what to say, but next year, I promise.
2: (laughs) I'll leave you (laughs) alone.
0: and it's literally for selfish reasons a lot as y'all can see sometimes because I you know we we've formed all these relationships and I have not met a lot of y'all in the mass majority of y'all in person is so yes I want you to get all the things in the room but I want to get my hugs in and you know it's a family union at the same time so you know you know how you always want your favorite cousin there that's all I'm saying so okay all right. Do we have any other questions? Any other questions? Any other needs? Any other supports? Prayer requests? I'm taking it.
6: Hey, you got hands up, Aisha. You got some Oh, Yes. Dominique.
0: Oh, Lord. oh Dominique. I know Dominique. Where are... Oh, okay. Let's see. Yeah, I'll just take... Well, I guess I shouldn't do that. Uh. Is Pascal still on here? Pascal, can you call me out? Because <laughs> I'm about to go rogue real quickly. Can you, whatever question there, can you just call them out? Because <laughs> I was just about to tell everybody to just go ahead and take themselves off from you. That's probably not the best thing to do. Can you call them
1: out? Oh yeah. Um. So we can have Zanika. Zanika. Hi
5: everyone. Hi. Hi everyone. Um. I was actually wanted to put on my camera, but I don't think um, it'll be that clear in South Africa at the moment. <laughs> we're going through <laughs> a whole lot of um, power issues. Yeah. So <laughs> we're in sort of like a load shedding situation. So it's quite dark where I am. So I don't think you'd be able to see me. Yeah, okay. No worries. As long as we can hear you. Yeah. All right. So first of all, um, I think yeah, this is my third um, con- um, call. Um, since i joined i joined um in august and i must say um how i stumbled onto um women of project management um like many have shared um you know on the call um just recently um i've i have been also looking for platforms where i can actually reach out to other um, women especially women of color mm-hmm. um to be able to network and mostly to um, understand that, you know, the dynamics that one feels or gets exposed to in um, in the corporate space, because in South Africa, I'm in um, the technology um, sector in IT. There are a lot of dynamics that one faces, and it's not so easy um, to actually approach individuals, and the, there's not a lot of uh, women of color that are in the space. So I stumbled on women of project management, and it was quite inviting. And I was happy that I actually became a member and experiencing, um, you know, the interaction and hearing the talks, um, it's actually making me feel quite um, at home, so to speak. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to, um, you know, maybe raise is a question, um, at the moment, I am, you know, running projects um, within IT, specifically in the financial um, services space which is sort of new ground for me. Um, and what I've noticed is, um, you know, the projects that I'm currently exposed to are more of your, I don't know if they actually are projects in business as usual um, setup, sort of like operationally. Um, what I understand of projects is, you know, something that's going to start and end. But um, you know, the projects that I'm exposed to at the moment are more sort of like, you know, in an operation space. But they word it as projects, so mm-hmm. one can view them as sort of like a program. But um, how they carried it out, it's you know, they want the same recipe where you'd run on projects um, to be applied, but it's a business as usual setup. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to, you know, put it out and find out if there isn't anyone who's got that background and what sort of like advice one could actually um, provide um, in in, in a space like that, Mm where, you know, the turnaround times running sort of like all those small projects is not as um, clear as an actual direct project. Mm -hmm. um, That is a lot more carried out um, normally. So that's the one thing I wanted to, to put out and see what advice is possible. I'm going to open up to everybody, but I would like to chime in if
0: it's okay with everybody else. Um, because I have very, I, I definitely have experience with that. Before I start off, can we also acknowledge that Zamika is in South Africa and still has the same issue of being a woman of color um, in IT and still having a damn same issue in South Africa? Is that not, um, I mean, I know everybody in South Africa is not black, right? But it's funny because I tell people, it is a same, it's a it's a shame, but it is the same issue all around the world. I mean, it, it just still blows my mind all the time. Um, but to answer your to answer your question. So I had kind of some of the, a similar um, experience, um, and it, I think it depends on what kind of like departments and what kind of industries you work in, right? So this was earlier in my career, and I was on the IT side. I started out as an IT project coordinator um, at Walgreens for their, um, their y'all, man, this is so long ago, I'm starting to forget stuff, but for their uh, pharmacy benefit um, system. Uh, and their adjudication system their claims adjudication system so I was on the IT side and then I uh, moved into an IT project management role in the same system so these are like uh, the same adjudication systems that even though they built it multiple people like CVS camera all these other people build it too so block that's a little bit of background so with that um, I remember There were certain departments that I worked with that said it was projects, but it wasn't. They were using the word project and operations interchangeably. Um, And that is not a project. When it's something that you are always doing, there's no... Uh, when did this project start? When did this project end? There's no such thing because this is operations. Uh, what project managers do is there's a start to a finish that it may roll over to operations and then they implement it and the team uses it. But that's what they're doing. Could be used in project management skills, but not necessarily a project. Right. Um, and yeah. so it sounds like this is bad. Um, mm. And so there's different situations where. It could, in fact, be a real project with a start and end. And it just is always dragging. Um, There are certain skills that you're going to use with that in a role of a project manager, a portfolio manager, whatever that role is, to make sure and define clearly, what are we doing here? Maybe we have to go back to the scope, um, especially if you're IT, um, and especially if you're working with offshore teams, they love doing gold plated, and that just throws stuff off, too, because even if you try to enhance it, and you try to do a little bit more, you probably broke something else in the system somewhere, and now i got to go fix that. Now the scope is, is, is larger, right? So, it's a certain way that you deal with it when the projects are just slacking and people maybe don't, it's not as high priority. So, even leadership is just like, y'all figure it out on your own. It doesn't sound like that with you. It sounds like this is probably just something that is in operations and they're using the term project very loosely. So that doesn't mean that you're not a project manager on it. That's your role. But it's probably more of you of um, you may just be more in a space where you're helping them do process improvements, which technically um, Mm -hmm. that's more lean. Um, so lean is like more, even lean certification, that's more of when it's operations and you're mm. like, oh, this could be more efficient. And so I'm going to do some, pro- I'm going to create a project to do, you know, process improvement, but you're not overhauling the department. You're not getting rid of a department. You're not downsizing. You're not doing anything drastic that's going to impact everybody else. You're trying to do some uh, process improvements. But I it just sounds like I'm going to open it up because that's just my perspective from my experience. But it sounds like um, it is more of an operations thing in and in a terminology issue and not necessarily a project. If it's not something that is a clear start and end, it's different. There's a light at the end of the tunnel and it's unique, not the daily operations. Uh, I'm a hush. Does anyone else have any? Tamara, I feel like you got something to say. <laughs> what? Or are you just looking? <laughs>
1: no, my, my my ear was itching. Oh, I was
2: trying to give me a
1: um a tip.
0: I was like, like hurry up and shut up
1: so I can talk. Um,
0: do you have any? No, you.
3: Um, you're spot on. Um, one thing I will add, it may be the culture. So yeah. you, you know. And sometimes we as project managers, we have to come in and cut it off. Like, what are we doing? Mm -hmm. Like you said, this needs to end here. We need to turn it over to the business. If it's more IT, like she said, gold plating. So assess where where this is coming from, who's leading this to continue on and on and on, and just
5: cut it off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I actually like that um, angle that you brought in, um, Tamara, specifically on culture, because I I've been um, having that hang over my, my head that it's a culture thing and a behavior thing, and now the thing is, how do I actually um, get it addressed? Addressed because at the end of the day, I think with the culture, there's a whole lot of rigidness in play, and yet there's an expectation of are we meeting the timeline, and yet. The principles of project management can't really kick in because they're having all of these things run in an operational umbrella.
3: Correct. And so I look, I I go always go back to my success stories and the lessons learned. Remember we did this project and it was successful and it was actually a project. So use your past experience and that will guide you to the benefits of this is a project. We need to cut it off. If we're still um, business as usual, we're spending money. We're burning money. We're implementing things. Now it's fixed and we're breaking it. Like let's stop. So use your lessons learned. And, and and I'm from the Show Me State from St. Louis, so I can show people better than I could tell them. Like, use some concrete data, you know.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Okay, all right. Does that help, Samika? Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, yes, it's giving me a good guidance. Yeah, I
0: love that, uh, Tamara, because even if it's a hostile environment, I'm not saying it's a hostile environment, but when you're walking in to tell somebody, like, hey, 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 this ain't, we ain't doing this right or something's wrong, It is wonderful to start with the positive. Like that's the, man, the mass majority is those soft skills in that community. Because if you you get the best idea, but if you're a bull in a China shop, it's not gonna go over well. But to be able to say, to point to something positive, but to bring out how this is not that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's wonderful to do because it's coming in in a positive space, and and saying I, I want this to also be positive, and this is how we kind of got to get on track this way. So I love that. Yeah. All right, we're on we got a few more minutes left. Let's take another question. How many questions do do we have? A whole bunch. Um, no, we have um one more. Um,
6: oh, perfect. From- okay, mm-hmm. we'll take
0: that last one. Yes. Hmm.
2: Hi everybody, my name is Dominique McKinley, and I am new to the women of project management community, Um, so my question is pretty simple, Um, so I I will be coming to the conference, I just wanted to know is there anything that um, we should bring, like a little checklist of items that we should bring uh, to be prepared for, you know, everything that you guys have planned for the conference. And I'll tell y'all, y'all are
0: all overachievers. Just show up, girl. <laughs> just show up. Now, I love that y'all ask. And y'all just tickle me all the time because it is different of building a business, but it is different of building a business of women who work in project management because we be having to make sure we like check it. And we're like, hurry up. We got it. Like our whole team are project managers by trade too. But we're like, we know we're going to ask it. Let's try to get everything done. But no, just make sure you get your gemstone colors and show up. Um, I would say, um, you know, just just show up with an um, open spirit, um, be ready to connect with other people, have some good energy. Um, and just just be there and be present. But no, we're gonna have everything. You don't even have to bring a notebook, okay, or even a pen. Uh, we're gonna have everything that you need um, there. If anything comes up, as you never know with all this plan and all these people, we'll let you know. But no, we really just want you to show up um, and just uh, feel comfortable. Wear your gemstone colors. And just be ready to be loved on and get supported um, and get a whole bunch of knowledge and just um, show up with intention. I would love, Oh, we may do that. Everybody like create an intention and who's gonna be at the conference on what you wanna get out of the conference and then get it while you're there because we all make sure that we have everybody in the room. But no, did that help Dominique? I know we were talking before, but did that help? Yes,
2: yes, that helped. Thank okay. you so much. You're welcome. If you need anything, you know how to find me. Okay. <laughs> Don't, hesitate. Don't hesitate. And I would turn my camera on, but I look I look crazy, so... That's okay, I'll see you first. <laughs> Don't know why yes. I are, but I get that too. It's fine. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. We are at the 31 mark, 231. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the call, and just like I said, our next... Um, Uh, monthly calls, we're going to be sending out emails after the conference of all the things, and especially the beginning of the year, of all the things that we're working on right now. We've been working on some stuff for months, not just the conference, um, for the new year. But this is our last member call of the month. You can still, of course, connect with us inside the membership, of course, um, all the masterclasses. See you at the conference. Um, But next time I'll see you guys, we'll be at the conference. So, All right, y'all. Thank you all for giving us some time on your Saturday. We appreciate you. Can't wait to see you in about 29 days, I think, or something like that. All right, y'all. Love all y'all. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Thank you for sharing your energy. Have a good day. All
2: right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.
0: To listen to the rest of this conversation, join us inside the Women of Project Management membership at womenofpm.com. Thanks for listening.